how easy it is to bleed. How easy it is to bleed. Antlers white, glistening. Antlers majesty, so ivory, appearing out of the dark. He knows your soul, with eyes as black as the dark. And rain pouring down his skin, be good to you. He walked, hoofed to soil, spit on my toes, souls coming through with the holes. The skin turning dark with wet, and drops ran down its legs, in droplets so plenty past its marbled veins. Precious winter, how I long to taste your ice on my teeth, how I strive to see the sheen that replaces the velvet on lakes. Your sorrow, man, your Christmas cheer, I've marbled, marveled at mottled hands, ink webbing through the lines in one's hand. Old photographs, black and white, of a young man describing Europe while serving overseas. Her German eyes, now old. I remember centuries-old paintings painted in caves. Precious winter, flaking caves as snow fills the entrance. I long to taste your ice on my veins. Welcome to episode 12 of Your Friend Gene. It's your great host, Gene. It is Tuesday. Uh, what do we got here? Oh, shoot. Is it the first already? I'm looking at my watch, and you know how sometimes watches go to 31? By default, even if there's not 31 days in the month. But if um, if my watch is accurate, it's Tuesday, the 1st, 7.57 p.m. Um, I'm drinking some chamomile tea with lavender. <coughs> I tried to go for a little more um, calming, a, a little more of a calming situation. Uh, before I started this this show, this podcast, this episode, I did a few minutes of breathing. Uh, however distracted I was, it is something that is very difficult when you focus practice on it. It's something that comes well quite naturally to probably almost everybody. Uh, but when it's something you have to think about, it kind of surprises you how inept you are at actually breathing. Um, I bring this up because last week I was having some trouble actually with breathing while uh, recording this podcast. I felt like I felt like I was out of breath. I don't know what, why, um, maybe it had been something I'd eaten, or maybe I was nervous for that particular episode. I don't know why, 
but I, I felt um, out of breath. So for this show, um, I wanted to uh, take a few moments prior to recording to just relax uh, into breathing. Uh, I put some some nice meditation music on. I drank a, a bit of my chamomile tea. And I practiced uh, breathing. And I'm not so sure I know how to breathe properly yet. I know you're not supposed to breathe from the chest. You're supposed to breathe from the belly. And I find... Um, that maybe I'm not so sure what that means. So I was trying to breathe from the from the belly, and it feels uh, it feels like the breath just doesn't go there. So um, I imagine with more practice on this, it's something that will begin to happen. But um, nevertheless, I feel better during this show. I feel less out of breath. I feel really calm. Uh, yeah, I feel, I feel pretty, pretty good. Fixing my, my wires here. That's the thing. They get in the way. And, uh, you gotta find a place to put them where they don't make noise. It's actually uh, a funny thing because... Pretty much immediately, the day after recording last episode where I talked about the breathing, I was listening to some podcasts that brought up how important the breath is, and um, how to actually breathe, and um, uh, this person mentioned that it's not... um, the out-of-breath comes less from not taking enough oxygen in as it is releasing it. So it may be that um, I wasn't, I'm not releasing my breath fully enough. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I just know the more and more I keep uh, learning about this stuff, that breath is really important. I mean, it literally keeps you alive. And I don't like feeling out of breath. And it's kind of an... It should be an alarming thing for one to be out of breath while recording a podcast. But uh, I feel less so this time around. Things come full circle. It's funny how that happens. How uh, you're talking about things and other things start to come up. Uh, that that you didn't even plan for or not really related to you, but, you know, you've been talking about them and then randomly they just poof, come up. And uh, that's psychic energy. That is the the connection of us all. (sighs) Well, it's a nice night, actually. I, uh... It's a Tuesday. Usually I record these on Monday. I mean, it's not like a scheduled thing. I just had gotten so used to recording it on Monday that I really enjoyed it. But the the plan is, the overall plan is once a week, um, 
preferably the beginning of the week, so Monday or Tuesday. Yesterday I was supposed to do it. Uh, I put it in my head like, all right, you know, that, that morning, that day, I got to record my show. You know, I get I get mentally prepped for it. I pretty much have everything prepared. I just, you know, got to prepare my mind for it. And something about yesterday felt off. When I got home, I just, I did not, uh, I was not in the right mental space. I didn't, uh, I didn't, so I have a hard time like being disingenuous. Is that the correct word? Let's say being fake. So it didn't feel right for me to be feeling off. And then to suddenly come on the the podcast and, uh, you know, hey, what's up? How's it going? Like that sort of thing. Not that I'm normally cheery, but uh, I didn't feel like I could uh, be myself because I was, I don't know, I was going through some sort of mental block yesterday. So I gave myself uh, permission to just chill out yesterday gather my my thoughts I did a bit of writing uh, and um, resolve to making this show tonight even though I knew that um, I had to go food shopping and the night might take a little bit longer to get settled but I wanted to do the breathing thing I wanted to see how that would turn out and I uh, got myself some chamomile tea from the supermarket I've been wanting some herbal tea for a while all I have is green tea and cacao, nothing calming, nothing soothing. And everybody says chamomile, like that's the go-to, right? Oh, you can't sleep? Chamomile. Oh, you have anxiety? Chamomile. Chamomile it up. So that's what I got. Sometimes those those shelves at the supermarket can be, uh, what's the word, overwhelming you look at them and, geez, there's like uh, three rows of like going across of like ten rows going down. Maybe not ten. Let's call it five rows going down of just tea. And I'm not a stranger to tea. You know, I know a thing or two. I don't know everything. I'm no expert, um, as I claim to be no expert on any of these topics that I talk about. I just uh, talk about the extent that I know them of and then look them up or not discuss them further. But the tea aisle can get overwhelming. And you know what you know what I think gets overwhelming about it? Is the brand. Like which is the which which is a good brand? Like I don't want to get some some brand that's not gonna have good good flavors or good tea. I mean, you know. It's just tea. So, I went with this this chamomile lavender, and uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I drink it straight. No honey, no nothing. So, uh, alright, let's get down to, um, to what we're here for. I wanted to talk about today three important things I've noticed for my own self that can contribute to creating, contribute to being creative. So some things I've noticed that uh, 
sort of, I guess, lean me in a direction to be a bit more introspective. And uh, what's the opposite to that? Outrospective? I think you can't be creative without understanding how the outside world affects your inside world. Uh, A lot of our feelings, I imagine, come from the outside and travel in. At least from my perspective, that's that's uh, that's what I feel. So th- three things, to uh, three important things to creativity. Listening is better than viewing. That's number one. So uh, by that I mean listening to music or podcasts. Uh, when engrossed in something else such as, I mean, let's say cleaning. It's not really an act to be creative, but uh, listening is better than viewing. What am I trying to say here? I become inspired when I can't work. Oh, sorry. When I can't create because of work. That's a weird thing. When you can't do something, you want to do the thing more. So I'm at work, I can't really stop and and start going to work on writing. Uh, But I'm usually listening to podcasts or music, and that's really inspiring to me. And that's the bulk of where I start writing my notes is at work, when uh, whatever I'm listening to sparks a feeling or an idea, and I jot it down and expand from there. That that doesn't happen when I'm... uh, looking at YouTube or videos or pictures. It doesn't inspire me in the same way. It can be an inspiring thing or a motivational thing or a thing of I want to create that, but it's not a motivational thing. Like I don't see a really awesome picture and put down my phone and try to do a picture, make a picture. In the same way that I would if I'm listening to music and it's like, oh, I, I got to start writing because this is building something inside me. It's a weird, it's a weird thing. I guess maybe, I guess maybe the visuals might be a little stimulating for creativity. And it's just a thing to be enjoyed. It's inspiring, no doubt. It's definitely inspiring, but it's less motivational. If that makes sense. I don't know, maybe you feel different. If you do, let me know. Do you do you watch a video and then immediately go to try to create something? Because I, I feel like that might happen. And I felt that way before, but I've never actually gone through with the creating process. Like, it doesn't really happen with, uh, with YouTube videos. So it'll happen more with movies. When I'm watching a really good movie and it's it's like sort of kind of the idea of I, w- I want to create something like that but I never stop the movie and go start creating or stop the video and go start creating I like finish it and then I go on to the next thing I feel like it's a little different with when you're just listening I don't know tell me what you think I think I think viewing can get you a little addicted to the viewing process and motivation feels a little more removed. And you're distracted more. 
viewing visuals, videos is about distraction. And um, music does not create distraction. Music is like a, a valley of openness. I don't know. And podcasts can be in a similar way to videos, but I don't know. I usually get a lot of my ideas when I'm listening to podcasts and somebody brings something up and it's it's either an idea of like, oh, I was thinking something similar, here's what I can talk about, or it's like it sparks a line for, for a story or a poem or something. But the same doesn't happen for videos. So I don't know, tell me what you think. If you uh, If you feel similar, like you feel more inspired to stop what you're doing and create when listening versus watching a video, that's just the way... I see it. All right. Number two. Pause. <sighs> yeah, pause. We're, uh, I guess this goes back to number one. We're so distracted, we don't allow our minds to wander. We're always doing something, picking something up, watching something, reading something looking at something so our mind is engrossed in whatever that thing is and it can't just go off by itself maybe that is the key so maybe number two connects to number one because when you're viewing your mind is completely engaged but when you're just listening your mind is looking at your world so you're sort of semi-engaged what you're listening to but it kind of creates this uh, this bigger web of creativity. Because I often think, what if there was nothing? What if you did nothing? What would you think about, feel, remember? What if you took the next 10 minutes, 15 minutes, maybe even 5 minutes, to literally sit on your couch, your floor, in your car, on your break at work, put your phone down and just stare into the room. Like, hopefully, you know, if you're with somebody else, they don't think you're crazy because it might be an unusual thing. Like, uh, I, I certainly would think that if um, if I saw somebody I knew just kind of staring, like, oh, hello, is everything all right? But, you know, try it out because it's a weird thing. I I feel like even after five minutes, I start to get antsy. You can, you can listen to music. But if you want a real challenge, don't listen to anything. This might not do anything for you, but it... Uh, It'll definitely allow your mind to wander. And I think it's different than meditation. It's not like the eyes closed, listening to, to a babbling brook type of thing. It's, it's literally just kind of sitting and you're looking at stuff. You're looking at your walls or you're looking at the shadows on, on the wall or you're looking at somebody watching TV or looking at the, the, the window and how the leaves are hitting the window. Or you're looking at your child playing with toys. And you're just uh, 
you're just watching without saying anything, without listening to anything. It's just you, your mind, and the real world. Number three, don't let ideas get away from you. I kind of, um, this one can get a little, little hairy for me because I tend to write down too much stuff. I tend to write down a lot of ideas I have that aren't good. Um, but even if you think it's trash, write it down, draw it out. I tend to think, so for me, if I have a lot of motivation to write, but I feel like it's all trash and I don't know what actually to write, I'll start drawing because that's an easier thing to to stomach and sort of, you're like doodling your way out of a maze just to free form pen and ink on a paper. It might be something or it might be nothing, but it feels good either way to get the idea out, to get the drawing out, to, to just move something from your mind to your hand in that way. So I, I talked, I think it was last week, about uh, atmosphere and environment, how important they are. And how right now I live in a basement, in a, um, I guess we'll call it an urban suburban area. I get, okay, so I guess the term suburban is supposed to be like a sub of urban, but the suburb that um, we live in is a little more urban than suburban. So it's an urban suburban situation. It's a lot of people very close together. It's noise, um, crowded traffic, and uh, it's very distracting. It's like a twenty-four-seven YouTube video. Very distracting. There's um, there's very little time to actually sit and think. A lot of times, those moments come very early in the morning, or they come late at night, uh, as I am here now, and I have to um shut the door and be in my little corner here and uh, hope that nobody decides to start drumming next door or nobody starts uh, deciding to do laundry or playing the TV really loud. And, um, you know, I got to cross my fingers that um, everyone is quiet, which is another reason why it's a good idea to... Uh, to do the podcast when I can because um, there's that idea. Suppose I I, I uh, was about to do it and for whatever reason, Tuesday night was the night everyone wanted to be loud. I would have said to myself, I wish I had done it yesterday. Anyway, you can't get caught up in those ideas. Today is quiet. I'm lucky. I'm grateful for that. And uh, we'll keep moving on. But yeah, so that on, on that note, me and my husband are looking to move. We are looking to buy a house, which is something I never thought I would do. 
something um, I never thought I'd want to do. My idea for myself was to forever be a vagabond. I thought, um, I thought I'd have this, uh, I had this idea that, I don't know, I would live from place to place, get out of where I am and, um, travel a bit more, <coughs> live for, for, uh, live somewhere else. When I was graduating college, I wanted to live in Vermont. I had this ridiculous notion that I was going to walk across the United States. That's pretty ridiculous. People do it. But, uh, it was a little far-fetched for me. Anyway. I, um, I never saw myself as putting roots down, especially where I am. And not to say I'm going to be putting roots down in this town. Um, we are looking to move much further away from here, but in the same state. And that's sort of an idea I've had to uh, kind of grapple with and swallow because, um, well, I never wanted to stay here. And it's not to say like, oh, because we buy this house, we're going to stay here. Uh, but it kind of tightens the grip a little bit more. And it just makes everything we're doing that much more vital. The business, this podcast, my YouTube channel, it's, uh, it's important to keep going. And I think we've both settled on the idea that getting a space of our own in a little less crowded of an area will be better for our, our mental health. It will be better for our creativity. We're both kind of uh, not isolated people but we like to to have our distance from people and the area we're in is is just a little too close for comfort and um you know we don't have a really a place to call our own and it would be it would be nice to have a headquarters let's call it that rather than a house. I don't know why I have this thing with words. Poem. Poetry. House. Let's not call it a house. Let's call it a headquarters. A, um... Well, I heard somebody call it something. This, uh, person. They were a traveler person. But they owned a home. They called it something like a headquarters or a sanctuary. Like, I, I, can, I can get around that idea better. That we're looking for a headquarters slash sanctuary home base. Home base. A place to come back to when we're, um, we're not seeing the rest of the world eventually. It's good to have, it's good to have a headquarters. It's good to have, I, I do agree with that idea. It's good to have some place you're out and, and doing your thing. It's good to be, all right, we're coming back. So that is, uh, that's the next move. That's the next project. And it's a hell of a big one. Scary out there. The world 
is a big expensive place. Something out there. But I think it's yeah, I, th I think it's time and that might have been what was contributing to my um lack of breath last episode because we have started looking at places since uh, uh it's been two two weeks now. We've seen a few we've seen a few homes, homes, house, yard, suburb. Ugh. These are all, like, ultra-ordinary terms I never wanted to be involved in. But, uh, sometimes you gotta put on the costume in order to get by. I don't know, is that a thing? Is that a saying? Wear, uh, wear a suit to blend in so that, uh, nobody notices how crazy you actually are. Crazy you actually are. That's something I'd like to talk about is language. So, big news. Oh, looking for a house isn't isn't the big news? No. It's not. It's It's a big change. It's an important step in life, but it's not uh, big news. What the big news is, are you ready for this, all right? So you remember how for like the past 4 episodes I've been complaining well, not complaining, but just lamenting on the fact that I haven't been writing. We'll get this. Alright. Two days ago, I started writing again. Man, and does it feel good. I uh, haven't been on Instagram as much. I haven't been on the YouTube as much. I'm telling you, turning over a new leaf. It's been uh, pretty wild. I I told Google, we have the Google Mini, so um, I guess it would have been a smart thing of me to do this a long time ago, but I decided, you know what, instead of going into my computer like I normally do to get music, start playing from my laptop, um, because that's a can of worms. If I go, I go, I use the YouTube a music app. So that brings me to YouTube and then that's the can of worms right there. Boom, I'm in. So I figured, you know what? This is something I've been rejecting for a while, but let me just tell Google to play me some ambient music. So I don't have to go into my uh browser and uh chance getting lost in the intergalactic web. So I told Google to play me this ambient music. Super creepy stuff, by the way. I don't know if it was just my mix or if this is all ambient music, but if you're able to t ask Google to play you ambient music, I don't know what it was playing, but it was it was pretty much a half an hour of this really creepy, like, celestial music. But then every, like, couple of minutes, this this weird, like, alien voice would come in, uh, speak like almost speaking another language, like like really creepy goblin like a goblin think about think of goblins talking in whispers it was creepy all right i'm not gonna lie it spooked me and i was like this is this is ambient music 
Anyway, it was perfect. It wound up being perfect because um, a couple of days prior, I had remembered a story I started last year in 2019 um, that was uh, about space. Okay, I know nothing about space, so it's it was a little daunting in the beginning. It was a little overwhelming. Like, I don't know anything about space. And you watch these movies and these TV shows, and it seems like they've got it figured out. But I guess space is so unknown that who really has it figured out? But anyway, I felt like uh, like I didn't know enough about it. So, not that I scrapped the story, but I got as far as, like, chapter two, and I kind of left it as is. But I had been, I'd been thinking about it um, for a few days, and I wanted to go back and read it and see... Just kind of get reminded, like, what did I actually write here? So I put on this ambient music, and I opened up my documents. I read what I had written, and um, I started writing. I finished chapter two. I wrote two pages, two whole pages of work. Two, two pages doesn't sound a lot, but... Uh, when you're, when you're writing a story, two pages is a, uh, a boulder to cross. Is that a, is that a good phrase? A minefield? It's, two pages is the shit. And, uh, it's not half bad. I was actually quite entertained. And I thought, you know what? Who cares if I don't know mu that much about space? Who does anyway? And, like, anything is possible, right? So I have this idea that I'm going to start researching space theories. This is where it can get overwhelming for me because it's like, come on, be a, be realistic. I'm 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 envisioning myself uh, watching Star Trek docu uh, document. I was about to call them documentaries. Star Trek episodes. I'm about to start watching sci-fi documentaries, space. All kinds of stuff to sort of get really acquainted with what is out there so that I can better write my story. I see this as being a really short novel. 50 pages maybe. Maybe 75. And it's great because I started from the beginning. But I was really, um, it was really something to, uh, to write. It was I felt felt really good like I was back in the game because um I had been trying to write my uh NaNoWriMo novel for like weeks like since since I started this podcast since before I started this podcast and um I just couldn't get myself back into it but sometimes I guess you need that hey sometimes you need that pause you know what I'm saying? You need that pause. You need to say, maybe I need a break. But then it's like, uh, how do you willingly give yourself that break? It feels so awful sometimes. Like, I want to write all the time. It's a weird thing when, uh, if you're, um, if you're a creative person, I feel like this happens a lot to creative people where, 
they want to do the thing they're creative at, but they just can't mentally uh, break the boundary, the uh, the block. Writers, it's not even, I guess it is writer's block. Well, maybe, hmm, it's maybe less that of writer's block because it's not like I, I don't know what to write. It's that I just don't know how. And it almost feels like I don't know how I'm ever going to write again. It's, uh, it's kind of a, it's not a good feeling. When I can, when I can write and I just don't know what to write, that's a little bit easier to, uh, to stomach because, you know, I'm there and a lot of times I'll start typing out ideas, erase them. It can get annoying, but hey, at least I'm writing and, uh, that's what feels, that's what feels good. So yeah, I'm really, I'm really excited about this new project. And um, I'll probably be be here talking about it every week until uh, until I quit it. No, I'm just, I'm kidding. I hope I'm kidding. I really do think I believe that whether I'm an expert or not on space, I'll be able to finish this one. And uh, you know, it will be manageable in the edits, unlike the NaNoWriMo novel which don't get me wrong I still have hope for I still have uh dreams for that one but um sometimes you can't put your dreams on your screen you know what I'm saying (sighs) anyway I don't know what I'm going to call this episode usually I have the name already picked out but this one um who knows? Take uh, take ten deep breaths. Don't worry, I'm not gonna do ten. I did feel um when I was uh taking the breathing before I started this show, I felt my heart beating in my stomach, and that felt really creepy. And it's uh, it's part of the stupid reason why I don't focus on breathing. I know that sounds ridiculous, right? But uh, something I want to overcome and work more on because breathing is really important and you can die if you don't breathe. And you can die if you don't breathe well. So deep breaths in, slow breaths out. That's how I'm going to start anyway. And um, I guess that's how I'm going to end this episode. Um, so, as always, thanks for listening. Um, check out uh, check out all the usuals. Check out um, nativeminimalist.com where uh, my husband and I sell our great coffee. We have a Sumatra up on deck. We also have an El Salvador uh, from the first drop, still available. So check those out. They are product tasty. And um, check out uh, the previous episodes of the show. They'll be here forever for all of you to enjoy. 
and uh, my YouTube channel, Yeki, that's Y-E-K-I-E, where I talk about watches, some art stuff, some coffee, and uh, other stuff. So check those out, and um, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll have some sponsors soon. What do you think? That'll be cool. Firefly Chocolate, sponsor me. Whoa. Anyway, all right, that's it. That's my time. Um, yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks for listening, and uh, I'll see you next week.